Hi, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I reposted a podcast that I did in August uh, 2018 as this week's podcast. It ended up being a podcast where it didn't have any listens. It slipped through the cracks of um, my listening base, and I get... um, many listens each week. And thank you, everyone who listens. I checked my stats um, a couple of weeks ago. And I have people in Amsterdam who listen to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm so pleased. Welcome to everyone who listens. Again, if anyone wants to contact me, you can contact me through SoundCloud. You can contact me through my website, www.brummerlaw.com, Instagram, Florence Legally Brunette, Twitter, Florence Law, or Facebook under my name. But this was a podcast that didn't get any listens. And I went back and I listened to it. And I really liked it. And I think it has tips that will help everyone through a crazy week. So I reposted it as this week's podcast. Um, But in addition to that, I'm going to do just a quick little bonus podcast. My bonus podcast is going to be about what to do when it rains. Yesterday in Arizona, in the Phoenix area, it rained most of the day. It rained really heavy. I monitor some other areas in the U.S., places that I like to travel or places that I have friends, and it looked like no one else had rain except for Arizona. I'm sure that there is a lot of people who were happy not to have rain in their area, particularly Georgia, Florida, the Carolinas. Uh, I'm sure it was a welcome break. Um, But in Arizona, we had a full day of rain. It has rained with the hurricanes, initially Florence and then uh, Rosa and then now Michael. There's been a ton of rain in Arizona. So yesterday it rained all day and it was a Saturday. And as people who are who listen to my podcast know, Saturdays are a day that I get a lot done. So it rained so hard and so steadily. Sometimes in Arizona we'll have rain and they'll be kind of on and off and not that heavy. This was a hard, hard rain. So I made a list of what to do when it rains. Number one, cancel your plans. I pulled a joke from John Mulaney's stand-up from a couple of years ago, and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Look at his stand-up and listen to him read it because he's so funny, and how he tells jokes is so great. So I know I'm going to botch this, but um, it's his stand-up routine on not doing things. Percentage-wise, it is 100% easier not to do things than to do them, and so much fun not to do them, especially when you were supposed to do them. In terms of instant relief, canceling plans is like heroin. Everything that I was supposed to do on Saturday, I canceled. Some stuff was canceled for me. There was a festival that I was going to. It was canceled. Um, I canceled just some other things that I do during the day and mostly stayed at home. For the most part, I sort of canceled my podcast for the weekend and reposted one that I felt didn't 
get a chance to have listens to it. Um, the one I reposted was posted sort of at the uh, right before Labor Day. So I think people were uh, taking off during that time and maybe didn't have a chance to listen. So I thought I would repost that. So I canceled doing my big podcast, you know, spending an hour, an hour and a half between the preparation for it and also doing the podcast. And I came up with a list for my bonus podcast, my mini podcast that I'm doing for some other stuff that you can do when it's raining. You could also, obviously, this doesn't have to be done when you're raining, when it's raining. It could be done when you are bored or um, if you are just looking to do a relaxing day. Another thing to do is take a walk. If it's raining, unless it's torrential and torrential winds, you can probably still take a walk. Grab the umbrella, enjoy the fresh air, have a nice walk. You can also get some exercise by doing a YouTube video. YouTube has millions of videos that you could do. You could do something aerobic, you could do yoga, you could do Pilates, you could do whatever you want to do, a meditation, a guided meditation. You can find it all on YouTube and it doesn't cost you anything to do it. Another thing to do is organize something, a drawer, your purse, um, a toolbox, whatever you like, uh, your coffee counter, whatever you feel like organizing, there's going to be something in your house that you can organize. Your bookshelf, you can do it. Another thing to do is read and to add to this to go to the library. I know I talk about the library a lot in my podcast, but you can't beat it. I'm just a large proponent of the library. I hope that with everything that happens in the modern world, that libraries don't go away, that people still go to them and support them and, um, and use them and, and get benefits from them. You check out some movies from the library. Um, get a pile of cookbooks. Get some health self-help books. Get uh, books that teach you how to build a shelf. There are an unlimited amount of books you can get. Get a mystery, get a true crime book, whatever you feel like doing. And then, because it's a rainy day, sit down and read. Read for hours. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of coffee. Just relax. Another thing I recommend for a rainy day is to bake something. And anyone who knows me knows that I am not Martha Stewart. I am not Rachel Ray. I am not an amazing baker. But do something from a kit if you're if you're like me. You know, I have friends who are great bakers. My friend Shauna bakes pies from scratch and um, my sister-in-law Renee bakes these wonderful cheesecakes. Uh, can I do that? No, I can't. But I did have a box of scones and I followed the instructions and I made lemon basil scones and I was so excited. They were so delicious. And I sat down with my husband and we had some coffee while we watched a movie. And to make it feel even fancier, I put some strawberry jam and some lemon curd on the plate with the scone and it just felt good. It felt good that I baked something. The house felt cozy from the oven being on and we definitely enjoyed the scones. 
Another thing to do is do laundry. I have laundry going all weekend, every weekend, but when I'm trapped at home, it's especially a good time to do it. Another thing to do, um, it's sort of getting out of the house, but not really going far, is getting your nails done. I feel a lot of my tips sometimes are for girls, uh, but I hope the men will take advantage of this too. Men can go get a pedicure. Men can go get a manicure. They don't have to get beautiful polish, but they can uh, have their cuticles cut and their nails buffed and feel good and enjoy the massage that you get on your hands and feet. Getting my nails done for me is always a time to relax because it's it's a time where I really can't get any business done. You can't have a laptop on your um on your lap. If I have a transcript to read, I might do that or a legal magazine. Um, but usually I'm bringing magazines or books, um, going through emails that uh, are just kind of the junk emails that you have to clean up. Those are the sort of things you can do when you get your nails done. And you just have that time where you can't really do anything else but enjoy what you have getting done. Another thing I do when it rains is I don't wash my hair. Number one, why? Just really, if it's your hair is going to be a mess anyways because of the rain. And two, um, I think it's always good to skip washing your hair, hair here and there. I know that uh, a lot of people have hair types that allow them to skip several days. I'm very envious of you if that's you. My hair is very fine and it just feels limp and greasy to me after a day. So I'm basically a person who washes my hair daily, especially with adding exercise into it. And and it's Arizona. Most of the time it's hot. So sweating and I'm in suits a lot just to not wash my hair makes me feel dirty and greasy for the day. But if it's a day where it's raining and I'm not going anywhere or seeing anyone, I can put it in a bun and forget about it. Probably a tip that's more for girls, but I still throw it out there. Another thing to do when you have this downtime in the rain is to reach out to someone that you haven't talked to in a long time. Call a friend or start texting with a friend or send someone a handwritten note. One of my favorite things to do is send someone a card for no reason. I get cards all the time from Papyrus or Hallmark. And birthday cards are nice. And I still send regular birthday cards. I still send regular uh, paper Christmas cards. But to get a note in the mail, it just feels decadent almost. It feels very so special. There's a lot of times where I'll get a little note, a little thank you note, maybe from a client or an attorney that I've worked with in the past. And what I end up do doing is just saving it. And I'll throw it in a book I'm reading and I'll use it as a bookmark. And then every time I see it, it makes me happy. Um, or I'll throw it in, um, you know, a kind of a scrapbook or even throw it in a photo album if it's special. It's just so nice to have a handwritten note and it's nice to send them. Another thing you can do when it rains is just have a movie marathon. 
I always like when it's raining to watch movies that I've seen before. I don't know why. I can't explain it. Something a little more comforting about it. Scary movies are a good thing to watch during the rain. I'm always a fan of scary movies, so I'll watch them whenever. But I do like that. Another great thing to do when it's raining is take a warm bath or take a bubble bath. I did that yesterday and I combined two activities. I took a bubble bath and I also was reading. This is one of the reasons why if you read in the tub, you still need to get magazines or check out books from the library because, I mean, I suppose you could hold a tablet in the tub. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> um, so it, it just feels like the best thing, you know, for, for me with my back issues, um, the water feels nice, and it's not something that I have the time to do on a regular basis. Even on regular weekends with all the running around, I don't have time to soak in the tub. But on a rainy day, when I cancel everything and I'm not going out, definitely time for a bubble bath. Another thing you can do is um, plan your week. I'm doing this all the time. I know everyone knows how I feel about lists and calendars. But when you have some time to really reflect on it, something like a rainy day where you can't go out, make your lists. Uh, make a list for what you need to do when it's not raining and things are all nutty. Plan your week, like really reflect on your week and what you need to do. Plan a vacation. If you have some quiet time, Think about a weekend you can take in the upcoming months or maybe even start looking at your summer vacation plans. It's never too early. It's already October. It's already Halloween, basically. Um, we'll have Thanksgiving. We'll have Christmas. It'll be the new year. And then boom, we're already into the spring. So never too early to start thinking about your vacation plans. Even plan your summer fun days. Um, the fun days where you just take off and do things. I'm saying summer fun days, but it really just sort of any time that you have off where you can do something fun. You know, if your kids are off of school or you can squeeze in a, a weekday where you can take a half day or something else. My favorite things to do during that time is maybe plan to go to a sporting event or a museum, something that I don't get to do on a regular basis. The zoo, been dying to go to the zoo. The weather is starting to get nice here quickly, and it's it's time for me to get to the zoo. Another thing you can do, this kind of goes along with the reading, but it's just color. Um, I did get out of the house a little bit yesterday. They had in town, they had a little, they have a little concert series. It's called Java and Jammin', and they do it once a month during the nice months and there's just a like a singer and someone playing guitar and the person switches off it's always a different musical act each month but they'll have coffee made and then they buy donuts from town and they'll put out danishes and fruit and there's just a lot of people in the community come to this and just relax I went to it it wasn't raining when I started going to it and then when I got to it, that's when the downpour started. And that was at that point that I canceled the rest of the day. 
I know I'm saying, hey, I canceled my whole day. Whole day. I didn't really do anything. It's a little bit of a fib because what I ended up doing was at the end of the evening, I, I went out, which is unusual for me. What I did in this situation was um, because I didn't have my whole day of just go, 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 what I did was I was able to go out in the evening. I always say, I'm a real boy now, because <laughs> like Pinocchio, <laughs> get it? Because I'm out and I'm doing something and it's late at night. As you hear in my podcast, I'm a big proponent of going to bed early, staying on a schedule, getting up early, just being really focused. Like that is what I need to do in this job. But sometimes you have to break that. And that is part of this bonus podcast is breaking your schedule if there's a, a reason for you to break it. And in my case, it was rain that allowed me to break it. And what I did at night was it stopped raining. So it rained all day, just crazily rained. And then in the evening, my sister-in-law said, do you want to go to a movie? And I thought, why not? And usually on a Saturday night after working all day Friday and doing my stuff on Saturday, like basically between errands and just seeing family and, and if I have to squeeze some work in, I go really, really hard from about six in the morning to about six or seven at night. And sometimes I go to bed really early on Saturday. The previous Saturday, my husband and I went to bed at 730. It's a little embarrassing. But just being so exhausted like that, there's nothing else you can do. You have to get rest. But my day of cancellations and relaxing at home because it rained, I was able to go to a movie, like a real person at night, saw a later movie. It was a 7.30 movie. And then afterwards, I te- my husband doesn't like going to the movie, so he didn't go. But I texted him and I said, do you want to meet me and your sister and our daughter for um, dinner? Right by the movies is Olive Garden. It's that time of the year where they have the all-you-can-eat pasta. Here's a trick about all-you-can-eat pasta. So really, how much pasta can anybody eat? So you, you get one, you eat it, and then you order one, and you take just a couple bites from it, and then you order one to go, and then you take home your second one to go also. And then you have lunch for the next day. Olive Garden, when they bring a second and third portion, they make them much smaller than your original portion. So it's just, it's not that much. It's more like a side dish. But it is nice to just have this little thing that you can eat for lunch the next day, which is exactly what my husband and I did with our leftovers as we had them for lunch. So I'll end with a quick movie review for the bonus podcast. Last night, I saw the movie Venom. It's the new Marvel movie. It is a Marvel movie that is not in the Marvel Disney universe. It's a standalone in the, um, well, not really standalone because Venom is part of Spider-Man who is usually part of Sony, 
but then lent out to the Avengers for the Marvel movies. Venom was a pretty good movie. I don't know how excited I was about it because it wasn't part of the Marvel Disney movies, which are excellent, but I like Tom Hardy a lot. Anytime I ever see him in a movie, I think he's great. He's very handsome, and in this movie, he had a very dorky personality, which, um, because he's so handsome, I th- I thought... Oh, I was very surprised. I mean, he's an actor, obviously. This is his craft. But I was surprised at how he played it off at just being kind of a dork. And then when Venom comes into it, Venom was hilarious. And they had some very, uh, just very, very funny interactions between them both. I don't think I'm spoiling anything when I say this, is that Venom is like an alien that basically gets into Tom Hardy and takes him over. Tom Hardy knows what is happening, but he can't control it when Venom takes over. So it's almost like Tom Hardy has the split personality that he argues with. But Venom is sort of a dork too. And they're just, that was where some of the funniest lines of the movie came in. My only criticism, criticism of the movie is that and I think I say this about a lot of movies, is that it was too long. It took them a while to get into where he became Venom. There was a lot of setup. And um, there was they could have made him Venom a little bit quicker. They could have had some more interactions of him and Venom together. And the movie also could have been about 20 or 30 minutes shorter. There are two after-the-scene credits I'm sorry, after the movie credits, two scenes, two extra scenes. One is a setup for a possible sequel. I had to look up who the character was because I'm like, I don't know who this character is. <laughs> I don't know what the setup is for. And then the second one was, I don't want to spoil it, um, was a basically sort of a preview for an upcoming movie. I think that doesn't spoil anything. And that was the second one. It was after all the credits, so you really have to wait for it. And it was really funny. Usually when you wait for the one that comes at the very end, it's like this little snippet that is, in in a way, can be a waste. I mean, there's a couple ones from Marvel where I waited and I was like, it just ended sort of on a joke um, and didn't really do anything to to give you a preview for going forward. But this was one that um, gave you a feel for an upcoming movie. Well, everyone, enjoy your rainy days. Enjoy the bonus episode. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode of the Bonafide Legal Podcast.